Welcome to my podcast. You are not alone. Convos with Annalisa. I am Annalisa. Hi, friends, and welcome back. I hope this past week was good to you. Is a little crazy for us. We have actually been uh, asked to do distance learning again for two weeks. So I'm a little behind on today's podcast because I now have the girls back here at home with me, which is just such a huge adjustment. They don't say, are you smarter than a fifth grader for nothing? It has been so difficult trying to help my fifth grader kind of keep up with her schoolwork. And she generally just likes the reassurance of me checking her work. And so that's been really hard because she's now learned that mama is just struggling with fifth grade. Fifth grade has been interesting. Um, It's definitely been one of those things where I'm just thankful that I'm no longer in it. (laughs) We're learning about Lewis and Clark's adventure and Sacagawea and different things in science, just even knowing what the consumers and producers of the environment and ecosystems are. And I have not thought about this stuff since I was probably in fifth grade. So it's been a really big flashback for me. It's great that she is learning so much and her answers are generally always right. She just has that I mean, I guess like anybody, you just want to second guess and you want to second guess yourself and you just want a second set of eyes to make sure that you're doing what you should be doing. She is so absolutely smart. I'm just so proud of her. And I cannot believe that we are January, the end of January already. We are about to head into getting, um, what are they called? Like progress reports and I am stressed because after this progress report, she'll have a report card and then we have one more semester and we're done with fifth grade going into sixth grade. That is huge for us here in this house. Our big girl is growing. It has been so fun and so interesting watching her become the person that she is. She just recently decided that she wants to earn extra money. Now she does get a small allowance from us and I generally buy them pretty much anything that they want within reason, especially if it's for school or anything like that. I mean, that's hands down, like it's just done. But she definitely has her eye on face paint and that's been really interesting here. You have a child who is into makeup or face paint or anything like that, you are not alone in wanting to like let them express themselves, but the mess that comes with it has been a little overwhelming for me at least. It's it's teaching her how she has to clean up after herself. And she doesn't always see all the messes because I mean, obviously mom is usually the one who just kind of cleans up for us. And so she's having to be more aware of what she touches when after she's, you know, applied some makeup on and 
She accidentally got some makeup on the door, which was, you know, fine because it cleans off. But when she walked past it, I said, do you, do you not see it? And she looked at me and she had to stand back and she says, oh my goodness. And I said, yeah, girl, you need to, you need to help me get this cleaned up. So she's really great about it. Um, at the moment, she's also wanting to just, like I said, wanting to start her own little, I wouldn't say business, but she just definitely, she loves to craft and she wants to earn extra money. And so we're looking at teaching her how to make keychains because I feel like it's a small enough project that she should be able to finish it in like a day. It should not hopefully take up too much room. Um, I'm a crafter and so we have enough crafts in this house. I have an embroidery machine. I have, um, it's called a scan and cut because it's from brother. Most people kind of usually get that more with like, if I say Cricut, so it basically does the same thing. I do sew. I used to make a lot of clothes for the girls as they were getting bigger. Uh, not so much right now because I've been focusing on school, but I do have so much fabric, so much, you know, vinyl for, for the um, scan and cut and just so much like t-shirts and stuff for like the embroidery and all of that you know, it's, it's, I've got a lot of stuff. So we don't really want to put anything too big on her. So that's been quite interesting. This past week, the little had an appointment with her endocrinologist. And when we went in, I had originally said to myself, I'm hoping that we're going to just get like a one year follow up. That'll be, that'll be a win for us here. Well, we went in, she's, been off of steroids since the beginning, the end of December, the beginning of January. And our endocrinologist actually told us that we are discharged forever. So happy dance right now. So exciting. We're done with at least one more specialist, which is just something really great for us. Not that we didn't enjoy seeing her. It's just really exciting to kind of be done with that chapter. She was really sweet at the appointment when it was time to say goodbye. And she kind of made me cry a little bit, but I, I held it in until I got into the car. You'd be so proud of me. <laughs> she said, I hope I never see your beautiful faces again. And if I do, I hope it's at HEB, which is our local grocery store. Was That was really awesome. And then she looked at me and said, this was all you, mom, which is so emotional. I mean, I, I always, I mean, I know that I'm a big part of obviously helping get our little into a better position as far as like her medical wise goes, but hearing it come from an actual provider that you've been seeing for a few years now, that it definitely makes you feel good. And it definitely makes you know that you've been fighting for the right reasons. You've been doing what you should be doing. Your kid is in a better spot you know, you have my blessing to not come back again. You know, it feels really good. I'm, I'm a happy girl. And, um, other than that, we have been so busy here at our house with getting a new bedroom set in for the little, we are, we completely are redoing it. We, ended up getting rid of, she had one of those princess carriage beds, 
We ended up getting rid of that along with the dresser. And then we pulled every single toy out of that room. I think that my child no longer needs any kind of toy until she's like got children of her own at this point. But of course, if you ask her, she's going to say something completely different. New toys are always great. (laughs) Her favorite color is purple. And so she had really been asking us if she could have a purple bedroom. So we kind of made that, you know, happen. Um, We've lived here for quite some time now. And so we went ahead and we decided to kind of upgrade everything in the room since everything was already kind of out. We ended up replacing her blind with a brand new one. And she had a beautiful chandelier light in her room because it kind of went with the whole princess kind of theme, kind of vibe. So we went ahead and we took that down. We replaced it and we got her a ceiling fan. She is deathly afraid of it. (laughs) She is, for some reason, afraid that it is going to fall on her. We have been working with her ever since we put it up to kind of show her before her new bedroom set comes in tomorrow that it's not going to fall. Daddy knows what he's doing and kind of letting her just mess with all the buttons and everything, just getting her more comfortable with it. I think she's coming around. I think she'll be good with it. I think it's going to be a really, really good thing. We also had um, some really fancy little light switches, like the plugs, like the face covers. There you go. Couldn't think of it. Like the wall plates. And apparently I had only bought for half of the room when I had originally bought them. So when we started moving furniture out and kind of painting and everything, I noticed that we needed the other half of them. I'd originally bought them at like a hardware store that was kind of close to our house. So we went this past weekend, did not find them. I stressed out so bad because I said I would really like for all the plugs to match at this point. We were able to find them um, at another one of those stores a little bit further out from us. So the older one and I kind of took a little road trip this weekend. Um, Wasn't too far, but there was just a lot of rain and traffic. And so, you know, it took a little while for us to get there and home. But it was good quality time with my big girl. Um, She kind of expressed that, you know, when we're done with the littles room, she would really like for us to kind of redo hers. So we started kind of brainstorming and her favorite color is blue. She likes blue, she likes teal, she likes aqua. And so we picked up some paint swatches and let her come home and kind of start, I guess, figuring out what we're all comfortable with. So we finally have settled on a color, but I need to finish the littles room before we even start trying to attempt the big girl's room. So it's been pretty fun. It's been really fun being able to kind of do these projects with my husband and spend some time together just because he just, I mean, he's the provider for the home. So he is generally always working. When he gets home, we don't get very many hours because by the time he gets home, I start making dinner, we eat, I've got to get the girls bathed and ready for bed. And by washing dishes right after they're in bed, you know, if I get to see him for an hour, an hour and a half of like just adult conversation time, I'll say that was a good day. 
So it was really fun being able to kind of take on these projects with him. And he's just so super handy. I'm so thankful that he is not afraid of a challenge and he loves doing all of these things. He loves doing things with his hands. And I mean, obviously he's got three girls. And so he is, he's a saint. He, he's um, a people pleaser. And so he definitely takes into account how happy it makes us all when he does things for us. And so uh, seeing the smile on the little face when he painted her room purple, I think kind of made it all worth it for him. He's he's just a great guy. He really is. And like I said, I'm really thankful he was able to kind of take the old chandelier off, put up the new ceiling fan and kind of um, do the entire blind by himself. I mean, I'm kind of there for moral support, but really we're just kind of hanging out, talking. I'm just kind of keeping him company. So it'll be really exciting to see what we come up with for the big girl's room as far as you know, any kind of decor, you know, things like that, that'll kind of make her room more her style, as she would say. It's been, it's been really, really fun. I'm really thankful that we have, I guess, a lot of time, especially on the weekends, since coronavirus is kind of still around. We don't really do a whole lot like how we used to, you know, the girls really aren't in any kind of activity that would pull us on a Sunday or a Saturday. And so we're able to stay at home. And at this point, it's just kind of home improvement. I don't know. I've seen a lot of my friends on social media and a lot of people just in general, like on other forms of social media that have really just taken into upgrading their decor, their rooms, you know, upgrading and updating and all of that. It's been really fun. If you are a handy person, then it's not so bad. But if, you know, like my husband, but if it falls just on me, I'm I'm not quite as handy. <laughs> so you're not alone if you're not as handy with some of these, these things. I'm, I'm, I'm a good cheerleader. I'm definitely a good person to kind of, you know, cheer you on. With all of that being said, my struggle is asking for help. Oh my goodness. I struggle so much with that. As a matter of fact, um, since the big girl wants her room painted, her furniture really isn't going to come out of the room because obviously like it's just set up already. And so I talked to my husband yesterday and I said, you know, maybe Maybe we could ask your parents, your mom, if she would be okay with maybe watching the girls this weekend so that way we can tackle her room next as far as just the painting goes because I don't want them kind of in our way. I know they want to help and everything like that, but at this point, you know, carpet and paint and just all of that, it I don't I don't want the stress. I know that sounds awful, but I just want to kind of get it done, at least that part. And so I had, I had talked to him about it and his mom called and was like, you know, kind of checking in with us, seeing how we we're doing. And he like mentioned it to her, but I mean, I had really only like mentioned it once to him. So when he asked her, my eyes just got huge. Cause I am just not used to asking for help. I just struggle with that. It is something that I had said 
in all honesty with probably the intention of like, it's fine. Like we'll figure it out. It's not a big deal. Like I just don't like asking people for help. I feel like I'm taking their weekend away or I feel like my kids are going to say like, you're just trying to get rid of us, you know? And I'm trying to be better about it. My husband was laughing when he got off the phone. He said, what was going on with your eyes? I said, I I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. And he's laughing and he goes, she was so happy to, you know, at the thought of taking care of the girls. Like, why are you so stressed? And I said, it's just in me that I guess it's that like mom guilt that you go through when you're when you are a stay at home mom. This is my job. They are my job to ask for a day off feels not even so much a day off, but I just wanted help so that I could do something else for the girls. Um, It was definitely, like I said, something that I really struggle with. And it's the same thing with even my parents. I mean, I struggle to ask them if I need something, any kind of help, anything like that. About a year ago, before coronavirus hit, we had decided that Mabel had already had her reversal surgery. She was better. Things were looking really good. She wasn't in a bad spot. And so we had kind of said to ourselves, maybe we should take a small vacation, just you and I, because it's been a really, really hard time. We generally, when Mabel had her ostomy, we didn't really leave her anywhere without me or him because changing an ostomy isn't easy, especially for somebody who doesn't know how. That's pretty much like a topic for a whole nother day, but you know, just kind of touching base on it. Like she needed one of us there with her all the time. And so when she got the reversal and she was doing really good, she had the reversal in February. We're looking at November and I said to my husband, would it would it be selfish to to take a couple days, just you and I, and maybe go to Vegas and just kind of unwind and relax? And I remember calling my mom and the first words that came out of my mouth were, you can say no. You do not feel guilty about saying no. I don't I don't want to put any pressure on you. I don't want to take any time from you. And she says, okay. And then I asked her, you know, would you be okay with maybe watching the girls for a few days while Ryan and I went to Vegas? And she started laughing and she said, of course I'd be okay. I've been waiting. She said, I know that it's hard for you to let go. And so I kind of had to wait for you to give me the okay. And so even then I remember getting off the phone and I remember crying because I said to myself, oh my goodness, I'm going to leave my kids for the first time in a long time without me, which, which was huge, you know, a lot of mom guilt, a lot of worrying, a lot of everything. And I'm really fortunate. I I talk to my mom every day, multiple times a day. So she's aware of my routine. She's aware of how I kind of diffuse situations where maybe my older one is picking on my little one or my little one is picking on my older one. And she knows how to diffuse the situations without it kind of escalating. And so, you know, she, the next few weeks, I remember she was like, 
it's going to be okay. I know what to do. Like, it's fine. They'll have their, you know, their iPads. They can FaceTime you if they're really missing you. And it was hard. It was really, really hard to kind of let go. But I'm so glad that I did because we just needed that time to kind of reconnect and just get to know each other as like humans again, I guess you could say, because we'd kind of been just medical providers, you know? A lot of our conversations for my husband and I used to revolve only around medical and being able to kind of escape with him for a little while. Definitely. I mean, I was very thankful for it. And we ended up just kind of spoiling ourselves and said, we're going to take advantage because with Mabel's medical condition, we never know when a flare is around the corner. It could happen from one day to the next. And so we said, if this is the last time we ever get to go anywhere or do anything, we're just going to kind of make it count. And so we ended up going to the Hoover Dam. We ended up going to see some Cirque du Soleil shows. We ended up just gambling and sightseeing and sleeping late and eating all kinds of crazy food and having quite a few drinks. (laughs) It was definitely... It was, it was so good. And it was such a relief to be able to like know that my kids were really taken care of. And it's the same thing with my mother-in-law. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. My girls absolutely love going and spending time out there, but I just harbor guilt. I feel like I'm asking too much. And my mother-in-law is the absolute, one of the most sweetest people that you'll ever meet. She is always there for anything that we need her for, even if it's just an ear to kind of talk to. And so I'm, I, I, I'm still working on it and they're very patient with me because they, I think they know that it just, it takes so much for me to be able to, to leave these girls behind. So we'll see. Hopefully next week, I'll tell you that we did kind of drop them off and that we, we're able to kind of finish uh, getting Addie Mae's room set up for her. So that way we can start adding some decor in there. It's been a really interesting, like I said, week. Hopefully it'll be, it'll be good. Hopefully I can kind of overcome that. So if you're a mom like me and you struggle with guilt like that, it's going to be okay. One step at a time, we just have to kind of understand that we do have good support systems and they are there for us and it's okay to ask for help on occasion and it's okay to not feel guilty about it and it's okay to to be away from your kids for a little bit it's you know it doesn't make you a bad parent and I know that you know it's I'm sure more than that for some people where they say you know I still can I still can't I'm right there with you but baby steps right maybe a couple hours one day or, you know, something just to have some time to yourself because I think that it's, it's super important. And I I know that I'm already looking forward to being able to spend some time just kind of alone with my husband because when I don't have the girls with me, my big thing is like, I kind of joke with him and I'm like, I'm not a mom right now. I'm just a person. So I'm not cooking any of the meals. 
I'm not planning anything. Like I'm just going to be a person right now. Like I'm, I'm just going to be a girl. (laughs) And the last time we kind of went through all that was during Christmas. And I remember him laughing so hard and saying to myself, I'm so proud of you. He said, that's exactly how you should be. You know, he's so supportive and he's so fantastic when it comes to all of that. And he's so super patient because like I said, I'm a little crazy. (laughs) I am definitely, you know, it's hard for me to kind of sometimes differentiate myself between mom and just a girl, like I told him. So he's he's really great about reminding me that it's okay to say those things. It's okay to feel those things. It's okay to not have the meals planned and, and all of that. You know, I'm really fortunate to be able to have such a good support system with him. Um, I I'm definitely know that that I'm one of the lucky ones for sure. But, you know, good ones are out there, girls. You just gotta, gotta put some work into them. <laughs> uh, hopefully, like I said, we'll be able to get that room painted. The mom guilt will kind of not be there. We'll get through this week of fifth grade because, you know, we have those, those reports coming out next week and hopefully we'll be okay. And we'll just kind of take it from there. So I hope you all have a good one. Remember to be kind and spread as much happiness and joy that you can. Try to, like I tell my girls every day when they get off the school, um, try to say something nice to somebody. You don't have to do it every day, but maybe just once in the week. If you see somebody wearing a shirt that you like, try to like tell them, hey, I really like that shirt. It looks really good on you or, you know, just anything else, because we're all that each other have. we got to be kind. (laughs) Have a good one.